This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. Hi, this is Cliff Mass, and let's talk about the forecast on January 1st, 2021. I waited an hour to uh, make this forecast because I wanted to see the latest model output. Well, looking at the last month, you know, we've been a little bit wetter than normal, which you probably noticed. Temperature has been up and down, warm periods and cool periods. Uh, snowpack has increased pretty normally. Uh, but I expect that with a La Nina year, we should have plenty of snow after, after January 1st. So I'm, I'm very optimistic. And in fact, there's some big snow coming. Well, today, right now, on Friday morning, we have a little bit of a gap, uh, but that's not going to last. A frontal system is, is approaching, so I expect more precipitation later, later today. Um, temperatures will remain cool in, in the mid to upper 40s for, for most people. But, you know, we will see increasing rain and wind. I think the winds will start picking up um, sustained winds, maybe 10 to 15, probably gusts getting up to 20, 22, something like that. So it will get a little more blustery. But the real action this weekend will be later on Saturday. So Saturday morning, there'll just be a few showers, but a very, very potent front, a strong one will be approaching during the afternoons of Saturday into Saturday night. Now, this is a very strong front, a large pressure differences with it. That means big winds, a big wind shift, big temperature change. And you know, this is a strong front. Like, remember the stro- strong front that was associated with the snow? Uh, that, this is the kind of front, but it's going to be warmer, so there won't be any snow in the lowlands. But that front, but you'll see precipitation moving in Saturday afternoon, and there will be a period of pouring rain uh, sometime late uh, Saturday afternoon, Sunday night, probably probably early in the evening as the front moves through. So expect a lot of action. The winds will pick up. Now, I here in Puget Sound, the winds will probably gust up to probably 40 to 50 miles per hour in exposed locations. There could be a few scattered power outages. I don't expect a lot, but it will get very blustery and very windy. Now, the other issue that's going to happen is that temperatures will cool down enough that I expect snow accumulation tomorrow and and uh, Sunday morning. So, you know, we're, we've been a little bit on the warm side, but we'll have a lot of precipitation. The temperature is going to cool. And there is going to be a lot of snow, uh, particularly above 4,000 feet. We're talking about feet of snow. So that's another big issue. Lots of snow. Um, I expect there'll be some precipitation on Sunday morning. But then I think Sunday itself should be pretty decent. Maybe a few scattered showers. Could even be some sun. So Sunday afternoon is probably the best time to consider outdoor recreation. Unfortunately, another system is coming in, or fortunately, if you like weather, another system is coming in Sunday night, Monday morning. And in fact, there are a number of low-pressure systems that are just lined up to move in. So there's definitely going to be a lot of action next week as one system after the other comes in. You know, we're in a very active period. We have a very strong jet stream that's coming towards us. There's a series of upper-level 
waves that will bring rain and, and, and in gaps. So there's going to be a lot of action next week. Anyway, enjoy the weather. And since winds were something that I have been talking about in the forecast, in my discussion later, right after the intermission, I'm going to talk about why there are wind gusts. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. You know, when you're outside and you experience the wind, it's never constant, is it? The wind will ebb and flow. The wind will pick up. You'll hear the the wind picking up. So the wind's never really constant, or very rarely so. And so what you notice is that there are often these periods the winds pick up. These are wind gusts. And in fact, meteorologists have our own definitions. Uh, When we report wind, we often talk about sustained wind and gusts. Uh, Sustained winds are generally winds that are averaged over one to three minutes, sometimes as long as 10 minutes. So we average the wind over an extended period of time, and that's what we call the sustained wind. And then there's the peak wind that occurs just for a second or two, and that is the gust. And so we have sustained winds and gusts, and both are reported by meteorological stations. And in fact, we have wind sensors at places like SeaTac Airport that are very sensitive and can pick up these short period increases in, in wind speed. We have a very fancy device called a sonic anemometer that uses sound to measure wind speed. And it really is good at getting those gusts. And in fact, the official definition of a gust by the Weather Service is the maximum three-second wind during the sustained period, period, the sustained wind measuring period. So you may measure the wind over, uh, over a few minutes to get the sustained wind, but the peak three seconds, that's the gust. So the question you might ask is, why are there gusts? Why don't the winds stay the same? Why do we, once in a while, get the wind picking up? Well, let me explain that to you right now. Well, one thing I want to start with is for you to to keep in mind that wind tends to increase with height. Winds are much weaker near the surface than aloft. Now, this makes a lot of sense because the winds are slowed down near the surface by the roughness of the surface. There's a certain amount of friction or drag at the surface by the trees, the hills, the buildings, the roughness of the surface. It's like sandpaper. It slows the wind speeds down. So the winds are much less near the surface than they are higher up. And in fact, if you ever want to experience this, uh, on a windy day, do something that might be embarrassing, but it'd be fun to do, Just go down to the surface, put your face near the ground, and you will be stunned about how much weaker the winds are near the ground. So the winds are weaker down near the surface, stronger aloft. You've got to keep that in mind. The other thing to keep in mind is that the lower atmosphere tends to be turbulent. There's mixing in the lower atmosphere. There's eddies that are moving up and down the atmosphere, and that's particularly true when the winds are strong. You tend to have these eddies. These, these circulations. Now, if you ever want to see it, you can see it visually. Think about the fall, where there's all these leaves floating around. 
you can see you know near downstream of buildings you can see the leaves sometimes going up and down you can see the eddies you can see them visually often during the spring when there's a lot of pollen and or seeds floating around the air you can see the eddies in the atmosphere there's cottonwoods you can see it so we have these eddies this that mix the air in the vertical well now you're ready to understand why they're gusts so winds increase with height and there's eddies what happens is these these turbulent eddies in the atmosphere can mix stronger winds aloft down to the surface so when you have an eddy you can think of a circulation a circular flow of air okay you can think of the, the this kind of this kind of circulation when the eddy or the turbulence moves strong winds from aloft down to the surface the winds increase and you get a gust on the other hand uh, when it goes the opposite way uh, then the winds tend to weaken. So the key thing is we have turbulence in the atmosphere that's mixing it up, and it can intermittently, transiently, bring stronger winds down from aloft down to the surface, and that's the gust. So that's why we have gusts. If the winds didn't increase with height, we wouldn't have them, and if we didn't have these eddies. Now, these eddies are turbulent uh, circulations. They're stronger with strong winds. They're also stronger when the surface is getting heated up more. That tends to produce them as well. Now, sometimes you can hear the gusts coming. On a windy night, you can, you can, you can just listen, and you can hear the roar of the strong wind sometimes in the distance before it comes and hits you. So sometimes it's actually obvious that these, these, these gusts uh, occur. Now, one question you might ask is, how strong are the gusts compared to the sustained winds? Uh, that's a fair, fair question. Well, typically, the, the ratio is something like 1, 1.4. So typically, the gusts are 40% greater than the sustained winds. But there are situations where it could be greater. Sometimes, some, sometimes it could be much more than that. But if you have an average value, that's probably a good one. Now, gusts are very important because gusts are what produce a lot of the damage. You know, the, the sustained winds are, you know, are lower it's when you get these gusts that puts this instantaneous stress on trees or buildings or whatever, that's when you tend to have the damage. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoy learning about gusts. Uh, you will see some happening uh, tonight, and you will see some happening uh, over the weekend as we get the stronger winds. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.